This is Breaking Free from the Grind. I'm your host, certified life coach, Columbia MBA, and former Fortune 500 strategy consultant and Wall Street investment banker, Amelia Noel. After spending over a decade caught in the grind of finance and consulting, I'm here to help you break free from the mental grind of your career and develop the mindset you need to feel better at work and figure out what you want so you can create a life you fucking love. You ready? Let's go. Hi guys, it is great to be back this week here in frigid New York City with another episode of Breaking Free from the Grind podcast, what to do when you're the least experienced on the team. Now, before we get into the nitty gritty of today's episode and talking about what to do when you are the least experienced on the team, maybe you're starting a new job or you recently got promoted to a new position, you're undergoing some sort of career change, I have to just take a second and talk about how frigid it has been here in New York City and how I am actually looking forward to hunkering down in anticipation of the snowstorm that's supposed to hit this weekend. I have a feeling this is going to be a very unpopular opinion, but I hope it snows so much this weekend here in the city. Because here's the thing, I love winters with snow. I grew up in Northeast Ohio near Cleveland, which gets some serious lake effect snow coming off of Lake Erie if you're not familiar with winters in the Great Lakes area. Growing up, I'm talking over a foot of snow pretty consistently. So a lot of my childhood was spent waking up really early to watch the local news to see if we had a snow day and school got canceled. And a lot of time spent outside in the winters building snow tunnels and snow forts and sledding and tobogganing and all of the fun snow activities. And then right before I moved to New York City for business school at Columbia, I lived in Colorado for six years in Boulder and Denver. And fun fact, it actually snows way more in Cleveland uh, than it does in Colorado, especially if you're living outside of the actual Rockies, like in Boulder or Denver. But still, even in Colorado, I had access to the mountains and snow and skiing whenever I wanted to go. And so I think that snow just makes winter way more fun. It's way more interesting to look at. And it justifies the freezing temperatures because if I'm going to be this cold and I'm going to be freezing my ass off consistently, I at least want something pretty to look at. So end of rant. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Let's get into today's episode. The reason why I wanted to focus this week on what to do when you're the least experienced person on the team is that as this new year kicks off and as we continue on through quarter one and into the beginning of Q2, there's always a lot of job changing happening in the worlds of finance and consulting. And I wanted to bring up something that I often coach my clients on, and in particular, my clients who are wanting to make some sort of change in their careers and are starting something new and different. Now, this could be leaving their current company and making a lateral move to another firm in the same industry. It could be leaving client services altogether and going to the dark side, to the client side, or it can be a massive career pivot into a completely different industry or role or career trajectory. It can even be a significant promotion or any promotion really in the same company, just something that's new and something that's different and that brings with it a new set of experiences. And when this happens, when you experience some sort of major career change or even minor career change, your brain starts to freak out because our brains, and especially our primitive brains, their sole purpose is to avoid pain, seek pleasure, 
and maintain the status quo at all costs, i.e. keep us in what's comfortable and what's known. And so as soon as we start to move outside of what's comfortable and what's known and start to make some sort of change into our career or start something new and different, your brain will start freaking out. It's detecting that change. It's picking up on the change and it's going to start offering you up a lot of BS thoughts that make you feel afraid and insecure and doubtful. Now, our brains, by offering up these BS thoughts and thought patterns, and we'll talk about some in particular that we're going to dive in and explore more during this episode, our brain is actually just doing its job. It is doing what it is designed and what it is programmed to do. When your brain is perceiving a change, no matter what it is, it's going to start telling you things, whatever it thinks you need to hear to stay small and stay safe and stay alive. Stay alive out in that corporate jungle that is finance or consulting or a completely new frontier that you're about to explore, whether it's going to big tech, obviously for the far superior snacks, or something completely wild and different as entrepreneurship, like my crazy self over here. So I say this because as frustrating as it can be to constantly feel doubt and fear and insecurity and uncertainty and instability when you're starting something like a new job or you've just recently been promoted, and as annoying as it is to always be second-guessing yourself and questioning your judgment in the beginning of starting something new, Even when you've always thought of yourself as a decisive person, just know that your primitive brain is telling you things in these moments that it thinks are best for you to keep you alive. Your primitive brain hasn't caught up to the 21st century. It can't differentiate between walking into a saber-toothed tiger's lair and walking into your new MD's office to introduce yourself for the first time. Now, the great news in all of this, and I tell this to my clients all the time, is that you do not have to believe or accept the bullshit thoughts that your brain is going to be serving up to you when you're making some sort of career change and when you're starting something new. All of your thoughts are choices once you are aware of them. Meaning once you identify what your brain is actually saying to you, meaning what you're thinking, the internal dialogue that's chattering away in your head, you get to decide whether or not you want to listen to those thoughts or whether you consciously and deliberately choose new thoughts about your job change or your promotion, whatever is new going on in your career you get to consciously and deliberately choose new thoughts and then start finding evidence in support of those new thoughts and beliefs. The specific bullshit thought that we're going to get into today is the thought, I'm the least experienced person here. And actually another thought as well, I have no idea what I'm doing. Chances are, if you have been promoted or if you have started a new job, a new anything at any point in your career, you have had some version of one of these two thoughts. It could have sounded like, 
I'm the least experienced person on the team. I'm the least experienced person in the role. I have no idea how this client works. I don't know how anything works. I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know who I'm supposed to talk to to figure out where are the bathrooms, whatever it is. Some variant of these thoughts you have had if you have started something new, especially if you have a perfectionist, overachieving, all or nothing brain, those thoughts probably sound very, very familiar. And because your thoughts about your job create the feelings you experience at work, thoughts like I'm the least experienced person here or I have no idea what I'm doing create a lot of negative feelings like insecurity, like doubt, like fear, like uncertainty. The change that you're making in your career is not what's causing you to feel insecure or uncertain or doubtful or afraid. It's the natural unchecked thoughts your primitive brain is serving up to you, such as I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm the least experienced person here, that is causing you to feel insecure and uncertain and doubtful and afraid. Now, how you feel at work fuels how you show up at work, meaning this insecurity and uncertainty and doubt and fear that are caused from thinking I'm the least experienced person here are fueling the actions that you take when you start a new position. Actions like second guessing yourself, not trusting your own judgment, playing it more cautious in meetings, holding back from sharing your point of view, holding back so as not to rock the boat in team meetings, beating yourself up when you make a mistake, not asking questions out of fear of appearing stupid, et cetera, et cetera, right? All should sound really familiar. Definitely guilty as charged myself and definitely something I hear from my clients all the time. Now, the important thing to remember is nothing has gone wrong here. In fact, if you're thinking thoughts like this, if you're feeling feelings like insecure, doubtful, uncertain, afraid when you're starting a new job, and if you're doing things like those I just mentioned, everything in your brain is working exactly as it should. All that's happening is your primitive brain is telling you this bullshit thought. I have no idea what I'm doing here. I'm the least experienced person here. And you're simply accepting and believing that bullshit story. In order to feel more confident, more assured, less afraid, less doubtful when starting something new or different in your career, you're going to need to let go of or reframe the thoughts your brain is naturally telling you. Meaning those thoughts like, I'm the least experienced person here. I'm the least experienced person on this team. I have no idea how this client works. All of those thoughts you're gonna need to let go and or reframe. Right now, those thoughts are only true and only feel true because you're choosing to believe them. Just because you have a thought, and this is so important to remember, I tell my clients this all the time, just because you have a thought, just because your primitive brain is telling you something, like I'm the least experienced person here, does not mean that you have to believe it. It does not mean that it's true. Two other things that are very important to know about our primitive brain. First, our primitive brains are hardwired to be negative, meaning your brain is not naturally going to enter a new situation in your career and start telling you how amazing you're going to be in that role or how smart 
or how well liked you're going to be in that position. You're not programmed to go into new situations, whether it's a new role, a new company, a new career trajectory, feeling confident. (laughs) And it's so important to note this, that you should expect not to feel confident in new work situations, that you should expect to feel afraid and uncertain and doubtful and insecure in any type of new position or job, because that's how your primitive brain has been hardwired to think and feel. Those are its factory settings, if you will. And the reason why it's so important to just expect feeling unconfident in a new job or career situation is because when we don't decide to expect it, we then use the fact that we're feeling unconfident or we're feeling uncertain or we're feeling afraid as evidence that we are not a confident person, that we are not a smart and intelligent person, that we're not a capable person, that we're not going to be able to figure this job out and that we're going to do horribly in this role. We use the insecurity and the fear and the doubt as evidence against ourselves. We misinterpret what's actually going on, that your brain is pre-programmed to think things like, I'm the least experienced person here, and I have no idea what I'm doing, which means that you are pre-programmed to feel doubt and fear and insecurity and uncertainty when you are starting a new job. The other thing that's important to know about our brains is that they're evidence-gathering machines, meaning whatever you are choosing to believe about yourself in your new role, in the midst of a career change of some sort, your brain is going to be excellent at coming up with all of the reasons why whatever it is you're thinking is right. We don't like to be wrong. Our brains don't like to be wrong. So if the natural, unchecked, unmanaged, unquestioned thought that your primitive brain is going to serve up to you when you're starting a new job is, I have no idea what I'm doing or I'm the least experienced person here, your brain is then going to go off and be able to instantly rattle off a list of 50 things at your new gig that you have no idea how to do. I don't know how to reset my computer password. I don't know who to ask for to find out how to solve this client request. I don't know the team email listserv. I don't know these company acronyms. I don't know where the bathrooms are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the evidence gathering goes on and on and on and on and on. Your brain is just going to keep going and going and finding evidence to build a case for the thought that you're believing, that you have no idea what you're doing. And when you have a high achieving brain, it's even better at finding this evidence. So lucky for all of us listening in. This is the point where you have to step in and be the boss of your brain. You have to recognize the very normal and natural thoughts that your primitive brain is offering you. I'm the least experienced person here. I have no idea what I'm doing. Recognize those thoughts, accept them as normal and natural, and then set them aside for a second. Notice them, set them aside. Then intentionally choose to believe a different story about yourself in this role and start deliberately finding evidence that supports these new thoughts that you're choosing to believe. Here's the power of intentionally choosing what you want to believe about yourself when you're starting a new role, a new promotion, a new career trajectory. First, 
If your brain is wanting you to believe and stay stuck in this idea of I'm the least experienced person here, define for yourself how you are thinking about experience. What are you measuring experience by? You can measure experience in dozens of ways and no way is better or more valid than another way. You can measure experience in years. You can measure in number of clients or projects you've worked with. You can measure in number of deals you've closed. You can measure in number of deep client relationships you've cultivated, in the number of mentors you've worked with over the years, the diversity or the complexity of deals you've been on, the number of new skills you've acquired or developed in all your previous roles. Get super clear for yourself on how your brain is defining experience. And then if that definition is not serving you, Choose a different definition of experience that supports what you do know you are bringing to the table day one of this new gig. So sure, maybe you have spent a grand total of two days on a new team or in a new company, and maybe everyone else around you on the team has at least two years of experience on that team or in that company you're going to want to choose to define experience differently. Instead of continuing to define experience in terms of days, number of days on a particular team or with a particular company, choose a metric where you feel you're strong in. Perhaps you've only worked on this particular team for two days, but you've worked on a large variety of deals or complex projects in your previous roles or positions intentionally choose to believe the thought, I am experienced or I am bringing invaluable experience to this team by redefining how you're thinking about experience. Then once you intentionally decide to believe I am experienced or I am bringing invaluable experience to the team, actually make a list of all the new evidence that supports this. List the projects you've been on. List the clients you've worked with. List the skills you've acquired. List the mentors who've guided you. List all of your skills and strengths, both tangible and intangible, that you're bringing to the table. They are there. It's sort of like when I transitioned from investment banking to life coaching. When I first started out as a coach, my brain would scream at me every day, I have no experience as a life coach. And yes, on my very first day updating my LinkedIn profile to say one-on-one career and life coach from investment banker, the facts of that situation were that I had one day under my belt as a publicly proclaimed life coach. And if I would have continued to tell myself and believe I have no experience as a life coach, I would have continued to feel completely shitty and scared and unconfident and insecure and afraid and uncertain in my role as a coach. And because our feelings drive how we show up in our jobs, it would have meant that I never would have told anyone I was a life coach. I never would have started marketing online. I never would have started offering my services to clients. I never would have agreed to go on podcasts with fellow coaches and collaborate with them. I never would have started breaking free from the grind. I never would have done those things if I kept choosing to believe this BS lie my primitive brain was naturally telling me just to keep me safe. So instead, in my very first days after I publicly updated my LinkedIn profile to say life coach, I chose to define experience as a coach differently. 
Instead of choosing to define experience by the number of days my LinkedIn profile proclaimed that I was a coach, I chose to define experience as a coach by my time and experiences asking people questions and helping them solve problems. And once I redefined experience, it was easy for me to choose to believe that I was experienced as a coach and I was bringing invaluable experience to my role as a life coach even on day one, because my brain could seek out evidence for this new definition of experience. It remembered that for six plus years in consulting, I traveled around the world talking to consumers from all over the globe about whatever challenges or issues our clients were trying to solve for them. I thought about all the analysts and associates I had mentored in finance and consulting over the last decade. And I thought about all of the friends and the family outside of work who would come to me because they wanted me to listen to them and ask non-judgmental questions that inspired them to go out and go after what they really wanted without feeling judged. And I thought of the hundreds of hours that I coached for free over the course of my six-month certification so that even on day one after updating my LinkedIn profile, when I opened up shop as a life coach, I could confidently say and truly believe the new thought I was choosing to think, that I was bringing invaluable experience to this role. And so in my choosing to believe that thought, in my choosing to redefine how I was thinking about experience and my actually listing out evidence to support this new thought and belief, my brain started to see how true this belief actually was, which created immense amounts of confidence, even in day one in a new role. Do yourself the same favor. Redefine experience if you're starting something new. Every day before you go to your new gig, list five ways in which you do bring invaluable experience to this role. Write them out, see them, celebrate them. The more consistently you do this, the more you rewire your brain to go from naturally thinking, I have the least experience here, to I am bringing invaluable experience to this role and actually believing it, which creates confidence and certainty, and assuredness. If your brain is telling you that you don't know how to do anything, start a daily log of five things that you learn every day in your new role. Big, small, doesn't matter. I remember I did this when I started in investment banking as a summer associate, when every day during orientation and that summer, my brain kept screaming at me, you don't know how to do anything. And so honestly, day one of hitting the desk as a summer associate, I literally remember keeping this log and writing down the very first thing, learned IT passwords as a piece of evidence supporting the new belief I was forming that I actually did know how to do something in this job. Do the same thing for yourself. Reframe, I don't know how to do anything to I do know how to do some things at this job correctly even if it starts small with learning your IT passwords. And what I don't know yet, I can learn. Another great reframe when your brain is screaming at you, I don't know how to do anything, is to focus on the process you're going through. New thoughts like, I am learning how to get good at this job, and I am becoming good at this job are great 
ways to reframe and rethink this very common thought we have at the beginning of something new in our careers that we don't know how to do anything. So wrapping it all up, if you're making a career change of any sort, whether it be right now or any time during Q1 into the beginning of Q2, a few things to remember. Expect to have thoughts like I'm the least experienced person here or I don't know how to do anything. Expect to feel afraid, uncertain, insecure, and doubtful. Expect to second guess yourself and question your skills and abilities. Then remind yourself that all of these feelings and all of these things and all of these thoughts don't mean that you are not experienced. They don't mean that you are not intelligent or that you're not smart or not capable or can't learn or that you won't be absolutely fucking amazing at this new job. All it means is that congratulations, you are a human with a primitive brain that's actually working. Then redefine experience for yourself and find evidence to support this new definition of experience that you've created. It doesn't have to be the number of days on a particular company, on a particular team, or with a particular company. If you're struggling to think something other than, I have no idea what I'm doing, consciously choose to believe thoughts like, I do know how to do some things at this job, and what I don't know, I can learn, or reframe to a space or in a thought like, I am learning how to get good at this job. And start tracking five things every day that you did learn or that you do know how to do. Again, so your brain can see evidence supporting new thinking that you are learning how to get good at this job. I want to thank you all for listening along this week. Really fired up about this because when we let our brains go unmanaged and we continue to believe that we are the least experienced person here or we don't know how to do anything when we're starting a new job, we just continue to create feelings of insecurity and uncertainty and doubt and fear for ourselves. It's not the new job. It's not the change. It's our thoughts, and our mindset about the change. It has been so fun continuing on with season two of Breaking Free from the Grind podcast. If you don't already, please subscribe or follow Breaking Free from the Grind on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. New episodes drop every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern, and you'll be notified of the latest. And one small favor to ask, if you like what you're hearing, you're implementing all of the tools and the reframes and the mindset shifts that we talk about, please share Breaking Free from the Grind with others in finance or consulting who can benefit. And please go to Apple Podcasts and leave Breaking Free from the Grind a five-star review. That's a wrap. Thanks again for listening this week. And I can't wait to catch you all next week.